You're listening to I Got That One. Presented by Tom and Yvonne. So Tom, which 90s grunge band do you think Edinburgh team looks like? I'd have to say all of them. I think all of them. Yeah, especially, you know, Mr. Sunda with his... <laughs> um, very, it was very evocative of early Nirvana kind of vibes. I thought so. I, but uh, I think they were definitely born way after Nirvana, right? Yes. <laughs> way were, after the time of Nirvana. I mean, I was technically born after Nirvana was big. That's true. So, you know, I'm not one to talk. I'm not I think that I old. was too. Yeah. Uh, you're around uh, concurrent. <laughs> Let's just say you were old enough to be on the album cover of Nevermind. <laughs> that would be cool. Me. Well, anyway, so welcome to our next episode of I Got That One. As compared to last episode where it was, you know, a little bit slower, a bit less, um, to put it politely, um, it wasn't, you know, a big uh, chest beater, whereas... This week's uh, match was a lot more fun, a lot more exciting. We had a charismatic team. We had very, very high scoring team as well. Yes. And I feel like there was a team which was definitely a little bit um, unfairly represented from the final score. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't watch the match and you just looked at the final score, you think, oh, this was an absolute uh, wrecking. But if you actually watch, you think it's just that one team just was that much faster on the buzzer and sometimes... One, That's what happens. Yeah, and the other team just couldn't really get in a word uh, edgewise, right? Yeah, and it wasn't any fault of them. It, there was no slip-ups. There was no, you no. know, problems with conferring. It was just sometimes these things happen. So before we go into too many details, mm-hmm. I'll just introduce the teams. On the Edinburgh side with an average age of 21, we had Russell Jones doing yep. philosophy and politics, Thomas doing an MSc in history, the captain Sundar doing computational physics, and Karna Ratner doing physics. Yeah, so it's a bit more of a spread of uh, yeah, very programs kind here. of yeah, half half uh, humanities and STEM. And it. also, uh, since unfortunately Manchester is not going any further in this competition, yes, at least I can be kind of happy that Sunda is kind of representing Manchester with that it being his hometown. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of happy to, at the very least, you know, tangentially say, yeah, you know, I was in the same town as he was for three years, so that kind of counts. Yeah, exactly. I didn't really know that the Manchester accent sounded like that, though. Oh, lovely Lancashire accent, yeah. Mm. It's actually quite a pleasant accent. It is, it is. And then on the other side, uh, on the Peterhouse side, we had an average age of 22. Yeah. So Hassoon with uh, doing natural sciences, Shetty doing medicine, Captain Hong also doing medicine, and Hart doing physics. So much more STEM-heavy team. For sure. And, you know, if there are two medicines, that especially, yeah, you're finding the time to do this at all, considering... <laughs> You know, medical students as a whole are overworked. Uh, Medical students in Cambridge Cambridge. are... Good Lord. Can you imagine? I remember one time I went down there and I overheard a medical uh, student saying... Hey, um, are you going out tonight to one of his friends? Nah, not tonight. Oh, thank God, I have an essay to write for tomorrow. (laughs) And I feel like that was just every night for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. So shout out to them for having enough time to even train and come on this show. Yes, our future doctors who are, yeah, doing... Doing university challenge. (laughs) Doing the best they can. Yeah. No, wonderful. Absolutely. So uh, should we talk about uh, the questions or should we talk about team performances? Um, well, we can start with a little bit of team performances and go into questions. Because I think there's a lot more to talk about in terms of performance than questions because there weren't that many questions which really kind of, you know, got me thinking or uh, really, really I, got me excited. That's true. There were a lot of very obscure questions about lace. Hey, no, don't joke about lace. That, 
the empires are built on uh that on yeah cloth. that's that's very very fair point yeah i think the main thing is we now have the highest score of the competition thus far yeah. and you know how uh in the previous weeks i was talking about how you know we haven't had many super big scorers it's all been you know there's been some interesting performances, but it's mainly been 180, 190, 140. So with 270... Blown um, out of the water. Yeah, Edinburgh stands at the highest scoring team so far. Very impressive. Yeah. And I have to say, it could happen to a nicer bunch. It was just something really pleasant about watching that team in motion. Yes, true. They all seemed like really nice people. Um, Really a lot of funny moments in there as well. I think what helps is that uh, Sundar especially has such a charming smile. Yeah, that's true. Even when he gets questioned wrong. Yeah, it's just such a lovely uh, <laughs> grin. It's just like, oh, bless. Yeah, it's kind so of a sheepish grin, right? Yeah. And on the other side, we have Russell Jones, who... Um, With a very emphatic buzzing style. Which got more and more uh, kind of into it as it went on. Yeah. Especially when it looked like he's kind of understanding what's going on. So looking around, you know, like uh, that clip of uh, the moms going, Alan, Alan, you kind of looking around like that a little bit. Yeah, but it's always really nice to see people yeah. really get into this game. Like they just they just focus on just buzzing, getting the answers correct. They don't think about anything else. It's it's quite fun to watch. Hey, to you know, honest. I also get kind of caught up in the moment when I'm uh, you know watching this, let alone taking part. So. I know, I know. Seeing this much passion for a, for a university quiz game, that's incredible. That's one. Well, you don't go on this if you're not passionate. Because... I mean, hey, we're doing a podcast about it, so hey, exactly. So <laughs> this is all coming from a place of love. Of course, of course. So yeah, absolutely fantastic performance. Yeah, and I, I well, I would even say that. I really do foresee them going into this, the quarterfinals. At the very least. Possibly semis, but maybe that's too early to say. But I totally wouldn't be surprised if that would happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit more cautious because we had some very high expectations of certain teams last season. Yeah. And unfortunately, because of all manner of reasons in the second round, it didn't quite go to plan. Or, you know, after the quarterfinals, things just started getting not quite working anymore for yeah. some reason. But I think with this Edinburgh team, I think every single member um, is a very solid quizzer. Oh, they all bring right? something. They all have their strengths. They all work together really well. It's not just one or two standouts, but all of them work together very cohesively. I think those... Um, those are the ingredients of a really strong team that can go really far in this competition. And they have excellent communication. Yeah, I, I think they say. do. They do. Yeah. But that's, you know, not to say um, of um, Peter House. To be honest, the issue with Peter House is not that, you know, there's anything wrong with them. They look like when the few times they had a chance to buzz, they actually looked like they worked very well. Yeah, and for a pretty much STEM uh, STEM team... They, they held they their own when it came to stuff like art... Art, geography, a few mm. other humanities subjects. So really, I think that just goes to show how strong a team they are. Absolutely. And, you know, we don't get a chance to watch the um, untelevised rounds. Obviously, it's on television. But, you know, you have to qualify to get to this point in the first place. So mm. they definitely had, you know, something going for them to get this far. Yeah. And then a shout out to Hart as well for that very quick maths mm-hmm. um, at the end. Right. Yeah. Impressive to the power of minus 34 is. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Hart, you know, despite uh, looking absolutely terrified to be up on stage, she yeah. I feel like she was. Came in with a couple of very strong buzzers. Yeah. Right? And. If they had more of a chance to shine, I feel like she would have been the star player on the Peter House side for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think even Captain Hong, you could see she was very kind of had this quiet knowledge about her, this quiet intelligence about her. That was really nice to see. But also, you know, excellent team captain, you know, making sure that everyone's getting a chance to speak. Yeah. Moving on if it looks like we're not going anywhere Mm. and... 
yeah, being decisive, which is what we need in a team captain on university yeah. challenge. And of course, we also have to talk about the fact that this was um, three women on a team, which yeah. I don't think I've ever seen. Well, to be fair, I've only been watching this show for about a few years. Exactly. I don't think it's the first time it's happened in history, but um, it's very rare for sure. So I think that that was awesome to see. Yeah, well, I mean, considering we normally make a big fuss about when there's more than just two women full stop combined yeah. between the two combined, teams. Combined, yeah. So it was good to see that for once it was, you know, uh, the majority of the team. Yeah, it was a shame they didn't manage to make it very far. I think, um, well, I do think they're a very strong team, but, you know, anyway, good to see and, and good job to them. Yeah, and I also kind of following along that line, we've definitely seen far more kind of uh, representative teams, you know, definitely yes. more of a diverse background, I would say, going yeah, on. Yeah, definitely. That was very nice to see, um, not just this week, but in the past few weeks as well, as we've mentioned in, in previous episodes. So We've, yeah, very rarely had, or oh, I don't think, maybe just one team of just four white dudes. <laughs> yeah. Which is good, it's great, because that's a much more accurate representation of what Britain is. And what the university uh, student body of the UK is. Absolutely, right? yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I think we'll talk about a couple of questions. The main thing I'm sad about is that um, the last bonus set that we didn't get to fully hear was about the game series Tales of. Ah, yeah, right. Which, Games which start with Tales of. Well, it's a, it's a game series from oh, Japan. Right. Oh, it's right. like Tales of Asperia, Tales of something else. Okay. It's one of those game series which has been going on for, ooh, God knows how what long. What kind of game is it? It's a JRPG as far as I'm aware. Okay. It's a, one J, of those, a Japanese RPG. Yeah, yes. it's one of those ones where it's crazy popular in Japan, mm. and but you only you're a real you know video game nerd if you know <laughs> of and play this game regularly if you're outside of Japan. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how much they knew or just to hear Paxman talk about <laughs> JRPGs. Yeah, yeah. We were robbed of a chance to have him talk about I don't know Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy or something. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty interesting. Exactly. Um, well, I quite liked uh, the popular music round. So this was actually um, U.S. state songs. Which I didn't know was a thing. I, well, I didn't, well, I'm not surprised that's a thing, but I didn't really know that the um, You Are My Sunshine song was a song from Louisiana. Well, I think they just they choose one which they think is emblematic of their state, kind of, you know, hmm. represents what they're about. I mean... That's a really sad song, though. Louisiana is a bit of a sad state yeah, in some regards as well. the person that you love and having the person that you love being taken away. Well, I mean, it's also the poorest state in the the US. Is it? Is Louisiana? I thought it was maybe Alabama. Alabama is a close second, right. but it's also got mm. you know some of the worst rates of education and yeah. extreme poverty with a, a very whatever. Anyway, let's not uh, get into uh, that particular conversation. American economic studies. Oof, oh dear. Um, I also like the question about films or shows about two parallel worlds or universes i mean that one was a bit of a give me i'll be honest that was pretty easy yeah because you'd have to be living on the rock to at least not know what stranger, stranger things, things is about maybe even spirited away to some extent it's the most famous uh, studio ghibli movie i think i think so yeah it's that or my neighbor totoro but i feel like everyone at least is aware of what spirited away is about even if they've not seen it yeah and then of course silent hill which is one of the most famous horror movies well also also, well, more famously, it's a video the, game the series. The game that then became a movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And But yeah, even with stuff like Stranger Things, even if you've never seen that show, the way that Netflix pushes this stuff out to you, <laughs> you're at least aware that maybe there's something to do with alternate dimensions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or with the, you know, all the marketing they put around it. Yeah. Any other questions you liked? Um, I mean, there were a few things. Like I liked the one about Orange. Yeah. In fact, it was just, you know, stuff like the Orange Revolution or, um, you know, 
the color orange to do with uh, you know something else. It's just a very interesting way to kind of collect uh, questions together. Yeah, and kind of drawing possibly obscure links between uh, things just with a single word, right? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of fun. It's yeah. almost like watching Only Connect, only you can actually kind of see the through line. <laughs> right, it did seem like an Only Connect question. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Crossover. Uh, speaking of, um, I have a theory working now that I feel like there is a massive fan of English Geography, who oh, is right. one of the question setters of University Challenge. Very likely. And I think they're becoming more and more frustrated that... Um, <laughs> Consistents don't seem to know the English geography very well. <laughs> well, yeah. And keeps on setting questions to trip up these poor students. Yeah, so in what, the seventh, eighth week in a row, we've had abysmal showing on US, uh, UK geography questions. Yeah, I mean, fair enough if you don't really want to know much about English geography, but still, it's just funny <laughs> that they keep on coming as so like, until someone gets it right, I've got to keep on setting these questions. Yeah, port towns, you know, any which way they can find a question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Patreon is no longer safe. Now that, yeah, <laughs> especially like, you know, even in, in question on that, you'll know that they've finally taken over when it's a music round about English uh, geography sites. Right, right. Imagine if there was a, a music round about UK geography or UK state songs. Or name uh, the town that the band is from. Yeah. Just to really start messing with people. Exactly, exactly. But other than that, um, like we said, there were some which were a bit obtuse and a bit kind of out there. Mm -hmm. And others that were just, they seem a little bit kind of uh, easy. Yeah. So there weren't any that really made me kind of uh, chuckle. The only one that did was not the question, but the response. Yes. Which was near the end uh, when uh, they were talking about a, a weather app from the Latin word for uh, free man. Oh, right. And then uh, I think it was Shetty came in with castrata, which is castrated man. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, uh, Paxman said this has been used to describe people like Casanova. And it's like... <laughs> That's probably the last word you'd use to uh, describe Casanova. <laughs> exactly, this is the anti-Casanova. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, you know, several, you know, Italian husbands wanted to do that to Casanova. <laughs> probably, yeah. But Some women, possibly, even. Ew. His jilted lovers. Yes, you know, the long line of people who would like to make him a castrati. <laughs> but, I think we found a title for this episode, Tom. You think? We kind of uh, fixed it on a little bit. castrated Casanova. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about... <laughs> One or two more things before we head yes. off into Stats Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly about Sunda's performance because, um, you know, great team captain, also a very good player. Um, not necessarily the strongest buzzer on the team. That was Thomas for sure. But I feel like getting to the end of the round, I think he knew that uh, the timer was nearly up and that uh, they had it in the bag. I mean, they can't see their scores, I think, so they don't really know how far away. Mm-hmm. But he was starting to make some very risky buzzes. Yeah, well, he started one. He started the match with one. Okay. Um, at the very least, he uh, was able to have a good laugh about it yeah. on Twitter um, yesterday or the okay. week before. Yeah. But yeah, um, you really need to be careful if you're gonna take a risky buzz. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're gonna look like you you maybe didn't read uh, Chronicles of Narnia all that much. Because <laughs> I mean, Richard Tarbethia is not a bad book either. But I don't think I don't think it was in Narnia. I mean, it wasn't in my collection of Chronicles of Narnia, no. at least. Very different as well. Mm. You know, one actually has a child dying. Oops. Maybe maybe the child went to Narnia, you know? Yeah, sailing down the river die. that flooded and, you know, drowned her. Yeah. Yeah. It, There's it, Narnia at the end of that river, Tom. Yes, absolutely. That's what happened to that poor girl. <laughs> yes. Ugh. 
All right, so that brings us nicely into Stats Corner, brought Absolutely. to you by UC Stats on Twitter. So like we were saying, Peterhouse, Cambridge were by no means a weak team because they came in with five out of seven starters, so mm-hmm. a good 71%. And even for their bonuses, they managed to get seven out of 12, so close to 60%, which is actually, you know, pretty strong. And honestly, that's not far off from certain uh, winners of rounds. I mean, you know, there's only a few questions uh, in there, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. And we had Hart, uh, who came in with three out of three correct buzzers. Very good. Um, And then Hasun and Hong as well, with one uh, correct starter apiece. And then even Shetty uh, came in with a buzzer, but I didn't manage to get it correct. But still, all four of them buzzed. And he was also instrumental in the um, conferring for the yeah. bonus sets. Yeah, uh, but then of course Edinburgh uh, with 13 out of 17 starters, so 76%, and then a whopping uh, 39 bonus questions, out of which they got 30 correct. So really, really commendable performance. Uh, Thomas, like you said, the mm-hmm. highest um, buzzer, the highest scoring buzzer there. Six out of six. Russell Jones, three out of four. Um, Karina Ratney and Sundar with two correct uh, starters apiece. Yeah, and um, I just want to mention, it's interesting to see uh, Russell Jones because (laughs) I feel like he was getting very competitive with Thomas at certain points and with Sunda as well because um, he seemed almost (laughs) a little bit frustrated when he didn't get the answer and they did. It's like, okay, I get that you're getting into it, but you're on the same team, man. You're allowed to... Yeah, I wonder if that's just because the buzzing sound can be very jarring. When you're kind of deep into thinking and then this this jarring sound comes out of nowhere. I think especially because that side uh, has a particularly obnoxious buzzer. The other one is a little bit less uh, jarring. Really? You think so? Uh, I mean, they sound a little bit different. Okay, interesting. All right, well, shall we then move into our most hotly anticipated segment... I'll, let's see if we actually uh, agree this time around. You know what? I think we're not, but uh, oh, really? let's have a go anyway. Three, two, one, Hong. Hong. Oh my goodness. I was not expecting that one. Now, here's my reasoning. Yeah. Uh, you were probably thinking he was going to give it to Sunda, right? I was, yeah. Now, the thing is, uh, Sunda is getting by on pretty privilege a little bit <laughs> in this regard. Uh, he was not the best dressed. Mm. It wasn't bad dress, but you know... Classic knitwear is going to get you a lot of brownie points on yeah, this Yeah, especially show. that beautiful light pink color. I thought it was just eye-catching. I loved it. It was extremely elegant. Yeah, I thought so. But I have to say, once again, both teams, they really kind of dressed up for the occasion. Yeah, it was very nice to see. Yeah. Everyone at the very least was wearing a shirt or a nice jumper. <laughs> Everyone was at least wearing a shirt, yes. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, no one appeared in a vest or anything. <laughs> Which exactly. has happened before. I have seen the pictures of that guy from a few really? seasons ago. Really? Okay, you have to show me after this. Yes, I mean, that requires, you know, a certain um, <laughs> a certain quality to pull off. Right, indeed. But yes, uh, good job to Hong. No, absolutely. Uh, well done. You weren't able to, unfortunately, get through the second round, but you win our best dressed. And I feel like that's a real, that's um, the real, the prize. real prize of this. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Okay, so uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, as you can tell, uh, this was, you know, was something that really kind of fired us up almost, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's really, really fun. To it's watch. always exciting to see teams that gel well together and are just so lovely to watch. Yeah, so I look forward to seeing Edinburgh again in future matchups. Absolutely, we're definitely going to be seeing them. And I really suspect that we're going to be seeing them doing some genuine damage. Mm-hmm. I would not want to be the team facing them in the second round, that's for certain. Not at all. So if you agree with us, and even if you don't, please feel free to drop us a message on one of our socials. We're on uh, Twitter. 
as I got that one. We're also on Instagram as I got that one. Or you can even drop us an email at, at igtopodcast at gmail.com. Indeed. Well, thank you once again for joining us. And we'll see you again next week. But until then, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.